Thank you all for stopping by. My name is Justin Gilly, and you're listening to the Rated JG Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. Believe it or not, this is episode 75. That's crazy to think about. Damn. I know. <laughs> I feel like I've just uh, started it yesterday, and then it also feels like I've been doing it forever. But yeah, 75 in. So thank you all for who have uh, listened thus far, stuck with me. Sorry, I've been kind of terrible at it recently, but I have been hitting a stride. 75 hard. Right? <laughs> 75 hard for real. But no, I've been hitting a stride lately. I've been kind of getting back into it. I got my new fancy toy, and I've been, I think I've done like four podcasts in like two months. So. Look at us. You're feeling it, man. Yeah, we we podcasting now. Yeah, episode 75, I've got my lovely wife, Miss Casey, here with me. Hello. Glad to have you back. This is the first time you've done this in a long time. It's been a minute. I definitely with the new fancy light up colorful thing. Soundboard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pretty colors. Interface, yeah. So you haven't done this in at least a year because, I mean, before I started this back, it had been almost a year for me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that, and we never even posted it, I don't think, and it was whenever I first became a store manager. Which was over a year and a half ago. Maybe. I don't know. It's crazy. That's what I said. It feels like yesterday, but it also feels like forever as well. But we're back. 75. I was talking to you about this beforehand, you know, off the air. I was like, man, I feel like the podcast is finally turning into kind of what I've wanted it to be, which was always, you know, kind of whatever off the cuff. But with a little bit of direction now, I wanted it to turn into more of like, music which is something i'm super passionate about and i i love and you're right there with me i mean we all of our free time is listening to music going to concerts you know whatever we just both enjoy that so much and recently that's what all of my episodes have been um since i've came back at least so i'm kind of trying to lean more to that direction i'm not pigeonholing myself and sticking it just to that but i really enjoy doing it so that's kind of where we're going at anyways i was talking to you i was like hey i feel like i'm gonna put this out into the world so I can kind of hold myself accountable, do this, and kind of set up a structure. At the end of every month, which right now it's January 31st, 2023, crazy to think about. Now that this, at the end of the month, you and I constantly are, you know, texting each other all the time. Hey, check this out. Look at this band. Check out this music video, blah, blah, blah. I was like, why don't we kind of recap, like, every new artist, every new band, every, it might not even be new, just just music that may be new to us. Why don't we just do a podcast about it at the end of every month about, the, you know, the previous month, all the stuff that we've been jamming, all the people that we've found. What are you listening to right now? Yeah. Whether it be new or new to you or whatever. Still sharing an obsession. Yeah. Because <laughs> we do it all the time anyway. So why not put it on a recording? And I felt like a lot of people would respond to that because 99% of the messages that I get are, oh, bro, you should check out this band. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, like that guy. Have you seen the dude on YouTube that's like he does reaction videos and He's like, oh, y'all been telling me to check out so-and-so, and and he'll pull up, like, the YouTube video of whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a couple of those, though, yeah. yeah. Right, and the one that I'm talking about, his name, I think it's, uh, is it Metal? uh, Metal versus, Country versus Metal? Metal versus Country? I I don't know. Excuse me? I've not seen this. Yeah, so it's a guy, and he's, you know, whatever, mid-40s, and he, people just send him stuff, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, my dream job. Like, (laughs) he just literally makes YouTube videos of people sending in stuff, and he's, like, does raw reactions Mm -hmm. to it. Obviously, I'm not doing that, but I figured we could kind of put our own spin on it because I have my own taste in music, which you enjoy, but it's not your first pick. 
Mm-hmm. Same with you. You know, I love your kind of music, but it's not my first choice. So we mm-hmm. always kind of bounce ideas off of each other. And I'm like, let's do this. Cause, mm-hmm. um, with this new fancy board, I can Bluetooth into it and play some music and kind of give a little snippet to show all the listeners what we've been jamming. You compiled a list for me, mm-hmm. some of which I love, some of which I'm like, okay, <laughs> but same with me. So I felt like we could kind of go down that and give a little background on the people that we were listening to, songs we're listening to, and then uh, tell the listeners what we all about. So the first one that I got was from you and anybody that has ever known you Literally ever <laughs> since you were a child knows that you were obsessed with Hannah Montana, Hannah Miley Montana. Cyrus. I mean, so you want to tell the people about one you just recently discovered? I want to say I discovered it, but Flowers is her latest single and she's coming out with a new album debuting sometime this month, I believe, which I'm super stoked out of my mind about because I haven't had new Miley in a very long time. But the song is called Flowers. Everyone on the face of this earth has listened to it or heard about it and if you haven't you're lying but i don't know when to pause so you could play it no go ahead okay no. <laughs> sorry i don't know when to i pause. didn't know what to do <laughs> um <laughs> so honestly i am 1000 percent a ride or die which makes no sense um to my music taste but with miley it's one of those like she could do she could i she could do pretty much whatever and i'm gonna say oh my god it's freaking amazing just because i'm a miley phenom fiend Phenom. <laughs> I don't know. A fiend. I'm a freak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You've always loved her, though. So, yeah. like, I feel like that's a true fan. You went through all of her craziness. She and, can literally yeah. do whatever she wants, and I'm going to listen to it and be excited about it. So, I'm just excited she had a new song. Not necessarily my quote unquote type of music, but I'm here for it, anyways, like I said, because it's Miley. Why do I like it? Number one, because it's Miley. Number two, because it's a big F you to. It's kind of a big F you, but then it's also kind of like F you, but I got myself. Like, well, yeah, that's this. how you pre- that's that's how you presented it to me because you were like, "Oh my god, did you see this mm-hmm. new thing?" And you pulled up the music video and made me stop everything I was doing to watch mm-hmm. it. And there was like, apparently, a lot of stuff was going on in the background with her, uh, uh, their ex husband. Now, mm-hmm. right? Okay, I didn't know if they were officially divorced or yeah. whatever, but Thor's brother, mm-hmm. she was married to him for a long time. Found that out because of you as well. Yeah. I would have never known that, but yeah, apparently he did her pretty bad or I there's don't, a bunch of stuff and again i don't know miley personally um miley if you're listening to this please be my best friend um <laughs> but this is all of the little bit of research that i have found out again don't know if it's true not citing sources but there are so many subtleties throughout the whole entire video of things that happened in their relationship and i think that she brings them in so it's not gracefully it's obvious and it's in your face but at the same time the song is not about getting revenge it is 1000 percent like you did me wrong you put me in such a bad place but guess what i can make myself happy now like i don't need you to be okay and i'm excited about it like yeah and i think that she hits that pretty well in the um in the chorus so let's play that for i'm sure all of you have heard this but if not here's a little 10 second clip of this uh because we're definitely going to get demonetized but check this out i can talk to myself for hours and say shit you don't understand okay (laughs) but i thought it was cool that I think it was you who told me that it had to have been you. Nobody else would have, who the, who the hell else would I talk about Miley Cyrus with? But you told me that like, um, uh, oh my God, 
uh, Bruno Mars, that song that... Uh, the yeah, so that's one part of it. It's the complete opposite um, of the Bruno Mars song that Liam dedicated to her on their wedding day, like mm. during their wedding. Um, she yeah, also released like, I should have bought you flowers. Yep. And she's like, I could buy myself flowers. Yep, got like, every single bit of it. And um, also she released it on Liam Hemsworth's birthday. So there's that. There's a bunch of speculation. Don't know if this is true. Again, don't. I'm not citing any resources, but she's wearing a dress that is pretty much the exact same dress that Jennifer Lawrence showed up on the red carpet with Liam Hemsworth. So the gold one that she starts with, and she even like fakes like she's doing an updo that was the exact same as Jennifer Lawrence. But guess what? She's she did it better. Miley did, by the way. And then apparently, like the workout scenes in the music video. Mm apparently Liam would say that he was going to go work out and that's whenever he would be getting away. Jesus Christ. This is messy. Doing all kinds of uh, foolishness. And then the house, I doubt it's the same house as whoever it was that he was Messing doing his around. tomfoolery with, but I guess it's set up <laughs> the same, but people, <laughs> his shenanigans, um, but it's set up the same. Um, the, it's not a blazer that like tucks top. I don't, I don't know. It's whatever. like a sport coat or something. Yeah, like that. sure. Yeah. Um, that she's wearing in the video is actually Liam Hemsworth's that he wore on their wedding. Jesus. Uh, See, I'm torn on that because not just that, but like all the stuff you said, you know, she's so empowered and whatnot. I get that. And I mean, especially cause he did her dirty, but mm-hmm. like, a part of me is like, are you really over it? If you're spending this much time, you know, like flaunting how much, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. You I can definitely I'm see. hundred percent. I can definitely see that. I can also because I'm a, a Miley phenom, right? Phenom. Uh, I'll never let you forget I that. Um, <laughs> I can also like interpret it as her. She. I mean, because this is so many years after, like such a long time after they actually got divorced. Um, maybe these were things that were tying her down, and they were anchoring her to a bad place for a really long time. So it's almost like she can celebrate them now because maybe they showed her that she can be all these things for herself that she maybe needed Liam to be for her yeah. before. I don't know. Who that's, knows? Like I said, that's messy. And there's but a lot. But it's Miley and I right. love it. It's also, that's all, if, like, if you're a music fan in any way, form, or fashion, like all of the music that you consume or 99% of it, it comes from somewhere down the line. Somebody got hurt, whether that mm-hmm. be a heartbreak or mm-hmm. losing somebody. Like that's where the best art comes Pain from. Pain drives greatness yeah put that <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's stroke trying to oh say oh my that. goodness yeah. <laughs> um, the inspiration from casey <laughs> well that's what i was trying to paint is inspiring there you go <laughs> <laughs> okay moving on <laughs> but yeah i mean it's i I'm, it's not my my cup of tea but I, I mean that song you'd be a liar if you didn't like bob your head a little mm-hmm. bit to it and hey it's way better than the stuff she was putting out before because she could always sing there's no doubt about that but that is a so Miley Cyrus flowers. That's mm-hmm. that's your first one that you've been jamming. Um, that's been out for a while, and then you said that she's gonna have a full album out. So keep your eye out for that. The first one that I had on my list was the perfect mixture of nostalgia and new, because one I think the first album, like a full piece of work that I remember purchasing, listening. I went into Sam Goody <laughs> in the mall and bought this <laughs> Sam Goody. And I remember Your age is showing, right? Um, and I used to listen to this in my sister's like freaking 2003 Toyota Corolla mm-hmm. with her little drop down faceplate that was like all <laughs> neon and stuff. But she'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It was Story of the Year, Page Avenue. 
that album came out in 2003 and I think that's the first album I remember like holy crap I like it like a band not like the one song I like mm-hmm. that one had like sidewalks mm-hmm. and anthem of our, our dying day I mean it was if you think of Bangers. story of the year you think of that album just a classic pop punk emo woe is life you know because <laughs> clearly I was you know really depressed as a 10 year old I had so much going on but no it had nothing to do with that it was just I loved that music and they bumped out a new album in 2007, uh, Wolves. We both like that. That was in 2007? Oh, I'm sorry, 2017. I was Excuse like, there's me. no way. Sorry, 2017, Wolves. That was fairly recent. Was and and you and I were like, holy crap, Story of the Year is still doing yeah. it. But they just released an EP uh, a couple <laughs> days or weeks ago, um, and it's called War. Uh, I think it was one, two, three. They've got four songs on it. And... War is the one that has been sticking with me. And this is more kind of your lane because you Mm -hmm. like the, you know, intense, like upbeat kind of screamy type music. Mm -hmm. And I like that, too, in certain circumstances. But but kind (laughs) of like what you said about like um, the the Miley or excuse me, the. uh, Yeah, the the Miley situation, how you just like them for so long, Mm -hmm. you're kind of biased. That's how I am with with story of the year. And I'll play about 10 seconds of this one. This is war by story of the year. You fall. Did you get what you came in for? Did you come to start a war? This game yeah, yeah, will kill you when you fail. Did you get what you came in for? Did you come to start a war? Love it. First off, when I saw that pop up on my thing, my like Spotify, I was like, Story of the Year released new music. Those guys have got to be pushing 45 years old you know making mm-hmm. music that we used to jam to like on warp tour and stuff mm-hmm. so been jamming that that was in my uh, both, both my workout playlist and my regular just day-to-day playlist and like i said it's like a perfect dose of like nostalgia but makes you feel good because your bands are still doing it hell yeah we have to put a a pin in that speaking of nostalgia uh and bands that were still doing it my heart is broken Oh no, Brendan Urie. No, I know hosted. exactly where you're going with that. And uh, I have—I don't know why, but I've always loved Panic at the Disco. Mm-hmm. Brendan Urie has his problems outside of music, whatever you know, call it, lead singer syndrome. But he has one of the most I- iconic voices of all time. It doesn't I mean, make sense. Yeah, I, I, it's I, perfect. They he posted something on their Instagram the other day and said, like, after all these years, I think they've been a band for like <clears throat> twenty-four years, twenty-three. I don't know. But they broke up. Um, mm-hmm. He said that he's, you know, I think he's married, got kids, and he's like, I just can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I've got everything that I've ever wanted from this, but I got to call it quits. And that hurt my heart because I never got to see them live. But death but, of a bachelor, oh if you will. God. But yeah, I mean, a fever you can't sweat out. That album screams like elementary school, mm-hmm. you know, or or middle school, whatever you are, like in sixth grade. Like you can just front to back play that mm-hmm. album, but. R.I.P. to one of the great bands of all time. Man. I'm sure they're not going to be gone forever. He, he's got to do a solo album or something like. But that was very I, heartfelt. I, I don't even have words, and when I'm speechless, <laughs> so, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Right. But yeah, that was a bad case of nostalgia on that one. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was jamming Panic for like five days in a row after that because <laughs> it just hurt. So moving on from that one. So uh, yeah, again, story of the year war four song ep that just released and these guys are still doing it so go go get you some uh some new tunes from them yeah. and on that note 
we're going to go back into your style of music. All of mine are my style now. No, and that's fine. <laughs> I, that's what I'm here for. I lo- You show me 99% of this type yeah. of music, so I love it. We'll start out with the one that I think means the most to you because you th- this is consistently for the past, I'd say, two years, which doesn't seem like a long time. That's a long time. You have played this band nonstop. <laughs> I mean, if you're getting ready, if you're in the shower, if we're driving somewhere, if you're in the house cleaning, like anything. Justin's like, for the love of God, can y'all come out with new music so <laughs> I can hear something else because I've heard the last 10 but, songs. But I, I do love them too. And the band that we're talking about is Caskets. And we were lucky enough to see them in concert last year. They Actually, they opened for Dayseeker, who's mm-hmm. incredible mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Talk about two bands that are yeah blowing up and deservedly so they're right. they're incredible but they opened went there went there for Dayseeker and I was excited I, I was like we're gonna go see Dayseeker and oh my god I found out that Caskets was an opener oh and then they sound like they're from London <laughs> they they're from London um <laughs> uh, I they're, they're actually from Leeds, Leeds. yeah I, I don't know if that's like a thing that is offensive or something I don't know but I only know that because you've correct me every time I say it <laughs> I just saying but we went and I it was kind of like obviously Dayseeker was quote-unquote the reason I was there but oh my god I think that caskets did more for me that night than Dayseeker did and that's not to shit on Dayseeker because they were amazing too caskets was oh like, my god unreal they, I knew I think I knew two songs going into it and that whole set was outstanding. I and mean, he kept they, apologizing they were, for his voice, quote unquote, his voice being so fucked up. Yeah. And I'm like, you're, what are you talking you about? You sound amazing. Yeah. And whenever a opener like blows your mind like mm-hmm. that, the, I think you're riding such a high day seeker could have sucked. And mm-hmm. we would have been like, Oh, like we're here for mm-hmm. it because they were incredible. And they only played what, like six, seven songs as an open. I don't remember. I was <laughs> in euphoria at that time. <laughs> so on that note, um, they released a new single. Uh, that was probably a couple months ago, right? Uh, they released it in uh, uh, September 21st, question mark. I don't know. November 18th. That's what it what says. What the hell? September 21st, that's when we started dating in 2007. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> that's 20- why. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, guiding light. That is the song that um, you've been jamming lately. There, that's the one you told me to write down here. So I would even say it's my favorite casket song, but it is the one. It's the newest one. Yeah. So here we go. This is caskets guiding light. They, they sound like they're from London. They're from Leeds. should see us literally yep. headbanging as this <laughs> is going on i'm about they, to headbang my head into the microphone God, they are so freaking good man and he's a little dude too like that powerful voice he weighs like a hundred pounds he's up there just screaming he's got that yeah. like freaking neck vein neck going vein. on the, he, he, <laughs> he knows what he's doing i mean he's up there they jam man they were so good and they have a new album coming out too that you've been telling me about forever. Yes. And I don't know what they've put a They date keep on saying it. LP2. I don't know what that stands for. I don't know if that's a music thing or if that's actually what the album is going to be called. I have no idea. I don't know if LP stands for anything, but. I, I honestly, I couldn't tell you. 
But yeah, they're great. So if you haven't heard of Caskets or Dayseeker for that matter, yeah, no um, that's one of those. We were pretty lucky to get on that bandwagon early and before they like blew up. Because Dayseeker, we'll never get to see them the way that no. we did. We saw again. them, man. We saw them in a room in Dallas that had a hundred and fifty people. Not even. Oh my god, hundred and twenty people maybe. Mm-hmm. That was the loudest concert. Like as far as decibels are concerned, your boy was hurting. I couldn't hear for I, four days, I and felt, I did not care. I felt like an old man. I wanted I it no there. other way. <laughs> like we're sitting there on the way home, me, you, Autumn, and John. We're like, "What? What are they saying?" <laughs> it was, but I mean, it was great. It, it set the mood perfectly for that show, and they were really good. I'm still like anxiously, not patiently waiting, like a freaking little brat. Whenever they're going to come back to the U.S. because they just announced tour dates on yesterday, and I was like <laughs> refreshing that shit all night long, all night long because I couldn't wait to see and none in the u.s and oh, so man. i why did i take that personal i don't know but i did and right. it felt like a blow to my ego but 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 like Catholics, you said if you're listening to this come to freaking the states right and Texas. but we always talk about that like if we ever jump on a um you know a band or we're lucky enough to see them before they quote unquote blow up every time we're at a show we'll look at each other and be like we need to soak this in because that shit ain't happening mm-hmm. ever day seeker will never play a room that small mm-hmm. ever again i can't believe caskets hasn't blown up bigger than they have i well, mean they have a like a decent following i guess but mm-hmm. i feel like their talent oh yeah they're they, great it doesn't make sense that's gym music to the core like that's i mean you can just hit caskets and hit shuffle it's and shower music again. it's gym music it's on my way to work at 3am music <laughs> it's casey it's, music <laughs> it's whenever i'm sitting there in a low spot it's everything moving on from them i've got uh, this this is a very random one that i found this guy a couple months ago probably about six eight months ago it showed up on like an instagram reel or like a for you page i don't know tiktok i don't, I don't know what the hell it was but I'm trying to lead into um, how to explain this dude because it's very not my like style of music. Uh, he's much, very much a songwriter, but the band or he he goes by the name Medium Build, and he's a dude from Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, got the little mustache, the dangle earrings, like so like you know just little hipster vibes. And this video that I came across was him singing a song. Um, it's called Rage, and it was like I stopped everything I was doing, and because he just sang like it wasn't even the best vocals, but he was just raw and like almost crying when he was singing it. The desperation, yeah. man. He was like just standing on stage by himself with a, a co- I mean, an electric guitar playing like three chords and just like almost like screaming into the mic, mm-hmm. and I was like, holy shit, what's this guy singing about? Um, and you come to find out he wrote this song about like falling in love with someone after he was in a really dark place. And like, he was just, he's writes a song about like desperately, like not wanting to ever lose this person and like how like he would, he loves so much. He's like got this like rage inside of him. Like he's like, I just don't want to lose this. Like my life has never gone good. Now everything's going well. And like, I just like, I'm so happy it's like a more exaggerated version of like whenever you're hugging your dog and you're just like god you're so freaking cute like rage (laughs) yeah but yes that's a good way of putting it but yeah this song is very much uh not going to be everyone's cup of tea but i i love it and it was i showed you this i think i called you into the room or wherever i was was like you gotta watch this video you sent me a youtube video you were (laughs) you were at beefs and i was like "Eh, i'm gonna dig my night in and you were like watch this i'm like i don't know what this just did to me but i love it (laughs) Medium build rage. 
That was that little clip didn't do it justice, but he just released a full um, EP. This one, one, two, three, four, five. This is a six-song EP. Uh, Rage was released as a single back whenever I listened to it a couple months ago, probably about like I said, six, eight months ago. But he just released this um, EP, and it's getting huge like rave reviews from all the people that we like, like mm-hmm. Matt Mason, oh, um, Jonathan Payton, like a bunch of like really, really good songwriters mm-hmm. are just like, holy shit, man, this guy's the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what this fool's singing about, but he's singing it. They're like, I don't know what he's singing about, but he's, man, he's got the sauce mm-hmm. for sure. So medium build again, this guy is not everyone's cup of tea. Hell, he's not even really my cup of tea, but that song I'm telling you, man, mm. I, I may not like all kinds of music, but I can appreciate all kinds of music mm-hmm. and that shit. I was like, whoa, I got to look into this. And his performances, if you got 10, 15 minutes, just go look him up on like TikTok mm-hmm. or something. This dude is all passion all the time. And it's like, whoa. Well, me and Justin's um, music taste is, there are some things that like we like together. And then there are some things that we're like, oh my God, spare me. And so whenever <laughs> we can actually send a video or something like that to each other, and it's like, you are going to listen to this right now. It's not like, hey, what do you think about this song? Please listen to the whole minute, not two seconds. Um, it's something that you got to really like sit back and listen to. Right, yeah. We don't ever word those messages. Like a lot of the times we'll be like, hey, check this out. Like if there's one where I get a text from you and it's like, stop what you're doing. 30, this is not I a need, drill. I need 30, 45 seconds to, you're going to love this. Like I'm like, okay, I got to find some time do for that. Do not pass go. And that do was not one collect $200. Go listen that, immediately. Right. And that was medium build. So yeah, mm-hmm. he, uh, even if rage isn't your jam, go check it out. Health was his first full, I, no, excuse me, not first full EP, but his latest full, um, EP. And that just released last week. I've been jamming it ever since. So just go check it out. Give him a chance. The guy's awesome. And he's from Alaska. How weird is that? So it's cool. Shout out. We think we're cold. Yeah, right now it is the absolute snow. I mean, ice apocalypse outside. <laughs> but yeah, your next one is, oh my God, this is that band that you made me watch the other night where they were standing <gasps> in a circle. Ah, uh, don't disrespect No, them. no, it's not bad, but that video was absolutely brutal. Ah. Uh. Let me see this one. Hold on. Here, you can talk. It's Landmarks. Sorry, I didn't even say the name. Yeah. Tell me about it. Suffocate. Landmarks. Um... I don't know. I just came across this band and I guess they've been a thing for a while and I did not know that. So I have been sleeping on them apparently, but now I'm like annoyingly obsessed and I listen to the same album Lost in a Wave over and over and over again. And I think this is probably one of my favorite songs on their album. It's definitely the first or second song that drew me to them. Um, And that's when I was like, oh my God, go to artist, listen to everything. Um, this song just hits, man, jams. That's something powerful too. Like if you hear one song that makes you just want to like, whoa, 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 there's got to be more where this came Uh from. It's by a band named Landmarks. And if you go to look them up, it is not spelled with an A. It is, uh, well, well, it is. The first one. So L-A-N-D-M, and then it's a V-R-K-S. Landmarks. It's cool. Landmarks. So anyways, yeah, this is Suffocate by Landmarks. Yeah. 
They do go hard. They do go hard. I'll give you that. That that video that you showed me just didn't do it justice. But man, they are very good. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> I don't even know. I can't even put words to why I love that so much. I just it's one of those things that I've just become recently obsessed with and can't stop playing. Um, can't get tired of it. So. I mean, it's worth it's worth listening to because they've got other good stuff you showed me as well. I um, they go hard. Mm-hmm. I've told you in the past, maybe we've even talked about it on here, but I have a lot of respect for lead singers that can control their voice like that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, other bands will have guys that are like dedicated screamers mm-hmm. that just come in and do the roar, mm-hmm. you know, and the other guy sings like you know the mm-hmm. the parts that are actually you can understand. Mm-hmm. Any band that can do that. Both, like, or any singer. And he, like, raps, I, kind what, of. At the end, you can yeah. do that. But, um, like, uh, nobody will ever do that better than Jeremy McKinnon. Oh, a, my God. A day to remember. Yeah. I mean, he's the, the gold standard. Yeah. But, like, a guy like that, that's that's talent, he man. He literally goes for, oh, so love. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to sing it. <laughs> Y'all don't want me to. Y'all you don't want that over did. here. You almost tried. Um, but there <laughs> is another song on their album. Uh, It's called Always that I highly recommend you go listen to. Um, but that shows a lot more of his like actual vocals. I mean, they're all vocals, but that part of him actually singing. Yeah. So good. Um, shout out landmarks. Oh my God. It's landmark. (laughs) Stop disrespecting my bands. I'm gonna come for you. I was just telling you he's good or they're good, whatever. But yeah, no, I, I do jam them out in the, um, in the gym as well. And Um, in the shower and on my dirty work feet. There you go. I got it. The, the Casey standard. Yeah. Just like. (laughs) But definitely shifting gears on this next one, but I know you love this guy because this dude, uh, his name is Tristan Bushman, and we had the pleasure of seeing him open up for Mr. Sean McConnell at the Kessler, and we've talked about that ad nauseum on this podcast as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Sean McConnell is just the the, uh, upper echelon of songwriters, and he's the only person... I've seen thousands of concerts in my life. He's the only person I know that when he said he's going to do an acoustic unplugged um, encore, he literally was in a 450-person room, mm-hmm. unplugged all of his guitars, all of his mics, and he sat on the edge of the, of the stage. We were on the second deck. You could hear every word he was saying because he he sang completely unplugged and completely acoustic. And everyone and, was silent. Right, and we gave... Tristan the same treatment and you know what you're getting when you go see Sean McConnell the opener you got a big shoes to fill man because mm-hmm. that's not a normal concert like that's a that's a diff that's a listening room concert mm-hmm. and I'd never heard of this guy and me you Autumn John Josh and Alex mm-hmm. were all like who in the hell is this guy we're trying not to make fools of ourselves because we're supposed to be quiet but we're looking at each other right. like mouthing who was I fucking right he's so good and his music is very like again not necessarily something I would listen to every single day because it's very, like, heartfelt, very, like, he, he's got, like, a really soft voice, but, mm-hmm. man, his songwriting skills are amazing. And I just wanted to give him a little bit of a shout-out because he did play this song live when we saw him mm-hmm. last year, but he just released it, I think, shoot, uh, yesterday or the day? Oh, January 27th. Okay, and we're recording this on the 31st, so it would have been last, yesterday. La- last week. <laughs> but, yeah, this uh, this song is called Scared to Love You by Tristan Bushman. I think, oh, he's coming back to Texas soon. Um, He's opening for Sean again. So Kessler again? No, I think he's, uh, I don't think Sean's playing the Kessler. I think he's doing something 
Granada, I, I don't know, somewhere around here, but um, Tristan's opening for him again. So, nice. And this is his new single, Scared to Love You. So freaking good, man. And he's like 24 years old or something like that, I think. Isn't he the one that this heart ain't going to break itself? Yes. Oh, oh God, that's God. on. That is the one that made me fall in love with him. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he's incredible. And he just released that last week. So go show Tristan some love. He's um, I think he's got a couple thousand followers on, on IG. So jump on that train before he pops off. Cause, or if you have the chance to see him in concert, mm -hmm. holy crap, man. Mm -hmm. He's so good. And if you can go out there... With he didn't even have a band; it was mm -hmm. just him. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're because and he like set a bar that I didn't know I had. Especially like if you and I and the people that we went with have never heard of someone before, mm -hmm. like nobody in the group. And I was like, all of us were yeah. glued. I'm like, okay, this. Well, guy. and that's so not my type of music. Right. I I get. I'm not trying to. I'm very ADD. I got to be moving. That's why I say I got to get yelled at. I got to have da -da 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 -da, like the whole time, or else I might probably will get distracted and lose interest and get bored um and that music was not fast whatsoever and i was glued and i was in it the whole time he's a beast for sure but switching gears once again hey. we're going downshift up <laughs> for you but um this is the last one you told me um so on, on your list this yeah. was a band called thousand below yeah the song is sabotage and i've never heard of them before and this one also goes very hard so we'll give you a little little taste of them sabotage by thousand below because i feel you slipping That one might be my favorite on your list. They that is such a good song. Yeah, ah uh, man, got to give you full props because a lot of the times you'll be like, "Oh, have you heard of this person?" I'm like, "Oh, maybe one or two songs." I have never heard of that band for real. No, never. Oh, I was tripping when I found out they were gonna. I guess I followed them for a while, I've but never that's heard off of their them. new album, uh, "Hell Find You Everywhere," and um, they just released that. I think that one was released in September, maybe October. Um. And that's why I was thinking that for the casket song. But um, there is a feature by Matt Flood on that album, too. Go shout out. Who's Matt? Oh, is Matt Flood the lead singer of Caskets? caskets? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. I have no idea. That's also a banger, too. But, um, yeah, I I have listened to them for a while. But I think I really got, like, super fully bought in and engaged off of Help Find You Everywhere album. And this song just kind of resonates with me in a lot of different ways. You know, the dark and twisty, the dark and twisty the dark and twisty um yeah i don't know and it it's a banger 
So yeah. good. And then, like you said, if you can kind of like look into the lyrics, there's obviously a lot going in. Like, that's not just a, you know, I'm mad at my mom, you know, kind, <laughs> kind yeah. of song. Like, there's a lot in there, and they're they're very... And that's why I think that, like, all the songs on my list, I mean, Miley's Flowers, like, that, it has meaning, it's a great song and everything like that, but I feel like the lyrics with my other three, like... I'm very yeah. big on lyrics like you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that my, I say it's my genre, but like know, yeah, my the genre, you, yeah, the one you enjoy the most, um, they get slept on a lot because the lyrics, a lot of the time people can't understand them or they don't take the time to go and like look Read them the, up yeah. because they're, they're being screamed at. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but that's, that's definitely like the most important part to me. So the lyrics, mm-hmm. especially with those three songs, but especially with that last song, go hard, go hard, hard. I know I keep saying that. I got to come up with a different term. They slip. That one, there's, so I've got the lyrics in front of me. This one was really, it was, I thought it was cool. It said, uh, you wouldn't be this person acting crazy. Are you broken? Maybe I should slow it down. I should breathe in, sit tight. You'll fix it when you're supposed to. It's all right. They don't know what you go through. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude yeah gone through some shit and that's that's cool man like i'd let whenever you break down because at first glance a song like that doesn't seem like it's mm-hmm. got necessarily anything behind just mm-hmm. like but then you go listen you're like oh my god well with all three of them they all um i know that matt flood from caskets and then uh james i think is his name the lead singer of uh, thousand below they both like openly talk about not like openly openly but they both mention and reference and talk about depression and like you know medication and things like that something I can relate to you obviously and so that's referenced a lot in their music mm-hmm. um so I can appreciate that and resonate with it yeah um and then in suffocate he it's kind of the same idea as um sabotage mm-hmm. a lot of good lyrics a lot of good verses and plugs like that I think that's a music is a natural remedy too you know yeah. I think it's something that can for depending on what song you're listening to, two and a half to five minutes can make you totally engulf yourself in something that's like, obviously you're still alive and present, but you're kind of disassociating yeah. in a positive way, you know, yeah. and knowing that somebody else is singing about stuff that's not just surface level. Right. It's kind of cool. Well, and even though those songs like are typically talking about like significant others, you almost think like they're arguing with somebody else or like you did this to me, but I kind of like, weirdly almost like are you with myself sometimes like the happy versions of me and then the you know <laughs> the dark days that i get and i'm like you're arguing with each other like <laughs> you're arguing with each other yeah stop fighting yeah. <laughs> yeah no and also on that note back to your first song miley cracks me up because i've seen all this stuff on social media it's like all these girls posting themselves dancing that song it's like me happily married with my husband who takes care of me and it's like i can buy myself flowers 100 <laughs> percent. i'm sitting there jamming and i look at justin he's jamming but then he starts slowing down and he looks at me and he's like wait a second are you who okay hurt you because it wasn't me <laughs> but you good homie right chill out dog that band goes so hard and I, I i love everything about that and that was a great list you compiled so i've every single one of the songs that you showed me has gone on my playlist just so you know you are welcome well i appreciate that yeah and the last one that i had here so before we wrap this thing up this song is from a guy that um i showed you i showed alex a while back too he got me interested um the video is this dude he's his name's nolan taylor big old burly boy i I cannot believe you don't have a matt mason song on here oh i mean i did a whole whole um Oh yeah, yeah. Podcast yeah. on My him. Bad. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But um, 
So anyways, this guy, Nolan Taylor, he's this big dude. I think he's from Ohio or West Virginia or he's somewhere in that area, but huge, massive beer. Like he's like hit the videos of him just like in the woods I showed you. Mm-hmm. And this was back in the summertime. Um, it was a song where he was, it was just such a happy, like love letter to like his significant other um, talking about like, I'd, I'd lend you my ar- my eyes so you can see in the dark. Ugh. Like um, he's just he said the the sky is blue and so am I. I've been fighting these feelings inside my mind. And then he's like talking about being down and then just how happy this girl makes him. Sometimes Justin shows me these songs at 2 a.m. and I start crying on the couch. Is, but then like I saw <laughs> this, this one. one. No, no, that's oh. not this one. Oh, okay, my so bad, my bad. I, no, 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 you're fine. So yeah, like I said, you know, back in the summer of last year, I found this and I was like, oh my God, this freaking big burly dude singing so softly mm-hmm. and like and like about like love, like you gotta love that. Mm-hmm. And then I found this song recently and i showed it to you and i don't know i don't know the last time that a song has like smacked me in the face like this you know like we talked about medium build earlier like Mm -hmm. you know rage like that was like a whoa like his performance and like the lyrics like a sad song Mm -hmm. dude i'm a sucker for a sad song i love me some sad boy music but um nolan taylor you like sad slow music i do yeah. yeah, that's my like ideal night. Like, let's smoke a cigar and drink 30 beers and sit around the fire. And that's but um, anyways, all that to say, Nolan Taylor released a song called 68. And um, that's a highway where he's from. The opening lyric to this song was lighting up cigarettes in the seventh grade, just like mom taught us to do. Mm. Um, and I showed you that song and it was um, basically I'm not going to play the whole thing, obviously, but it's a song about how he cut his mom out of his life because she was a terrible person and abused him and used to, you know, drink and use all of their money and he would go hungry for days. And this song was like him overcoming, like, hey, you're my mom, but you don't get to treat me this way. And, like, he just, like, the lyrics to this were crazy. And like I said, he's this big, big dude who I found as, like, a love song. Mm -hmm. And then I look at this, and you talk about desperation, like you mentioned earlier. He is legitimately... Now, I'm going to show you the video here, but he's screaming into the microphone mm-hmm. at the end. Like, he's yelling. He doesn't even care how he sounds. Mm-hmm. But this is a clip from Nolan Taylor, 68. My whole life I've been running from you. Like, I mean, I don't wish that upon anyone, but that pain, mm-hmm. holy crap. I never mm-hmm. met that dude. I wanted to give him a hug. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ, man. That was, I love that kind of mm-hmm. stuff uh, because I feel like maybe in a weird way, music is like that dude's outlet for mm-hmm. like, God only knows what he would have done if he didn't have the capability right. to like put those songs and words down and like personify that into something like purge it out of his body and make it something else well i mean to like take like a a abstract thought and put it into something concrete Mm -hmm. you know like an actual tangible consumable four minute song like that's everything all of his frustrations all of his emotional bandwidth is put into this and it's he has the capability and the and quite frankly he has the honor Mm -hmm. of being able to say that's his profession Mm -hmm. like all the shit that he went through now 
look where he's at. I wish I could sing. You, you tell I me. got a lot of rage. <laughs> I got a lot of pent up anger. I wish I could get out of me. But like, isn't that cool though? Like, could you imagine like having something so negatively impact your life for so long? And then you have the talent and the capability to like hone that in into something positive, not even necessarily positive, but just something that you can put your hands on box up and present to other people that they can like i've never met that guy Mm -hmm. me and my mom have an excellent relationship Mm -hmm. i love my mom more than anything in the world Mm -hmm. and i'm like holy crap man that would suck i feel like i know him like i'm like that's so so crazy to me that people have the capability to do that yeah and that's what music is to me is like storytelling and making because if you read those lyrics on a piece of paper like they won't I mean, they, they'll, they'll obviously impact you, but like putting it at yeah. together as a song, like that's just something. And I that feel like that's why I've always like, since I was old enough to like really understand and appreciate music. So I would probably credit that to like my middle school time. Like mm-hmm. I started actually listening to lyrics for the first time ever. And, um, whenever you have these lyrics that just smack you in the face and then whenever someone's up on stage and they're performing them and they are losing, like they're running out of breath, they are they're losing their voice because they're singing it so hard because they mean it with every ounce of their being like God, that's just, and I think that's like, I don't know. That's probably my favorite quality in any artist Mm -hmm. is I didn't want to say desperation. It sound bad. It's not a pathetic thing. It's like, Oh my God, give me everything you got. Like, don't get up there and just plop a smile on and, Twerk yo booty woo. <laughs> like, hey, and I always say there's a, there's a time and place for that too. Right, like, I'm not like, above listening to any music. No, like, I'm not above anything by any means. But it's like I need that music that means something. And whenever mm-hmm. it's presented in that way, it means everything. Then sure. it's like, oh my god. Well, you can like almost categorize it too because music is what you want it to be. You can take from it as I think that music is beautiful in the sense where depending on where you're at in your life, you can most likely pull something away from a song or a piece of work, pull different things away from it at different mm-hmm. times, you know, yeah. cause it like a lot of it, a lot of, um, like music and even like your sense of smell, like your like food taste, like mm-hmm. all of it is connected to memory. And a lot of the reason we started this podcast just a minute ago saying, Oh my gosh, and nostalgia. I remember mm-hmm. being in my sister's car when yeah. I was nine years old, that music could have sucked. But Talk the about fact me at 11 years old, watching every single right, right, <laughs> episode but the, of Hannah Montana. Yeah, exactly. So you, you go back to that time yep. when you were like, you know, in a good spot, you had no responsibilities. And that's mm-hmm. like one of the first things you remember. So you connect it with that. Mm-hmm. And there's a time and place for like my kind of music. There are some songs I played that I know you'll never play. Mm-hmm. There are some songs you play where I'll never play. There's different. And places. that's okay. Yeah. There's places for, it. you know, if you're, if you're at the lake drinking beers with your buddies, you're not going to be playing, you know, 68. Yeah. Or and I think <laughs> that that's the thing though. Like we, it doesn't matter if we want to jam it or not. Like we're, I'm always going to respect talent. I'm 100%. always going to appreciate that you are great at what you're doing. Okay. For example, <laughs> for example, Walter wall, he, oh God, everyone yeah. loves him. Not everyone, but people are like, Oh my God, he's so amazing. You got blue. And I'm like, <laughs> we will accept no Coulter wall slander we, on this podcast. Please just skip this song. I God, and it's not because he's not good. He's amazing at what he does. He is just so far away from anything I listen to. Again, it's one of those like, if it's it's so slow and it's so boring to me, and it just kind of makes me want to die. But um, you a hater? I'm not hating, but he's amazing. I just will never ever choose to listen to it. And it's the same for both of us. But we're gonna sit there and say respect because that was dope. That was so good. I don't want to listen to that ever again. But (laughs) that was very good. He the man and what he do. (laughs) No, thank you. 
and <laughs> yeah, I think that is uh that's it. I mean, we we went through a nice good list there. We don't have a name for this. Um, all the episodes that we do together, we call just in case. But I feel like this should have like a different name. I don't know what we should call this. Just in case you needed something to listen to. So hey, that'll be an open thread. If you made it this far, tell us what you think. Tell name us. this episode. Yeah, Message me, tell me what you want this series to be called, give me some ideas, throw stuff at the wall, maybe something will stick. And also, please keep sending me music to review and artists that you like and people you think I would like, and who knows, it might show up on a podcast. My DMs are open. Keep sending stuff our way. I love it. There is no wrong. I promise you, if you send me something, I, I will give it at least a shot. I can assure you of that. Other than that, I appreciate y'all sticking with me this long. Um, again, 75 episodes. That's so cool. Yeah. Glad to doing the thing. I'm here for it, man. I'm, I've been enjoying it a lot. I've kind of that fire again, for I sure. I don't know if it ever really went out. I think it just got annoyed with everything. It just became too much. But hey, this new fancy toy makes it fun again. So it's pretty. It's pretty. <laughs> all, got all a lot lights. of lights. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, follow the Facebook, the Instagram. Um, shoot me messages if you haven't already. Rate me on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. I don't even remember how to say all this stuff. Apple Podcasts. He's looking Spotify. at me with a thumbs up. Oh, Go okay. rate me. Right. <laughs> Do whatever you can. Help your boy out. And as always, remember, as long as y'all keep listening, I'll keep talking. We'll see you next time.